Hello everyone, my name is Sky Menhart and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. Welcome to the show. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode, Embarrassing Things I Have Done While Manic. Now you guys, you may be wondering like, oh my god Sky, why are you speaking about this? This is super cringy, you're exposing yourself. But here's how my mind works and here's what I feel, I feel like it's important to share this because this is something, you know, that people do not let you know when you are diagnosed with bipolar disorder. They don't say, hey man, you're going to be doing some stupid stuff when you become manic and it might be really embarrassing and really cringy and you're going to have to live with that for your whole life. And so this is a way for me to help myself because I want to expose myself, share my secrets so they don't have so much power over me. And if you guys have had a manic episode and you've done some stupid stuff, I want you to feel better and know that you're not alone. You're not the only one and that this has happened to me consistently for every manic episode that I've had. And so I wanted to speak about this today, not only because I feel like it's important to talk about and I feel like, you know... People don't tell you this when you're diagnosed, but because in my next episode, I want to speak about how to bounce back after a manic episode and how to kind of bounce back after a tragedy in general and kind of get your life back together. And so in this episode, I wanted it to be a little comical, a little funny, a little lighter, and just discuss what I have gone through and how it has changed and shaped me as a person and how maybe I'm going to avoid doing these stupid things in the future. So if you are listening to this episode, I would love for you to just sit back, relax, do whatever you're going to do, but I hope you enjoy what I'm about to speak about. So like I said before, when you're diagnosed with bipolar disorder, people do not tell you, hey, you're going to be doing some stupid stuff when you're manic. And I'm specifically thinking of bipolar one, because that's been my experience. I don't know what it's like to have bipolar two and um, to go through the hypomania and the depression. I'm not really sure if you do stupid stuff. Usually when I'm hypomanic, I don't do anything stupid. I'm aware of what's going on. And so I'm not like doing crazy stuff. But um I've I've only experienced bipolar 1. So like I said this is only bipolar 1 experience. So if you have bipolar 2 it might be different for you and you might not be able to relate, but I think it's important for me to share this with people so they kind of understand what it's like to have bipolar disorder and what you might go through if you have bipolar 1. Um so you know, I've been manic several times. I've been manic about 9 times in my life since I was 17, I believe, and it has been a journey for me. And today I wanted to speak about all the stupid stuff I've done while manic just to get it off my chest and because I feel like maybe you guys can relate to this, maybe it'll help you understand what it's like to have bipolar disorder and then maybe you'll be able to learn something from it in return. So today, yeah, so that's what I'm speaking about. So let me just get into it. As you can probably tell... I am kind of avoiding speaking about this because it is very embarrassing for me. But the first one, I'm just going to get it over with you guys. When I was first manic, when I had my first manic episode, it kind of went down. You know, I've spoken about it in a previous episode, in my first episode, I believe. But it just went down in a really unfortunate way. My family and I had been on vacation at the beach for a week and we had come home. And that's kind of when it all hit me. 
And I was feeling this uh, crazy energy. And I use the word crazy because I feel like that's the only way I can describe it. It was like very high energy. And I was feeling very destructive in this moment because that's something you go through with mania. Sometimes you can get into this destruction mode, self-destruction mode, and you can do stupid things to even further exacerbate your insane mood. And so when I was manic, I was already manic. I hadn't slept for a few days. And I decided, oh, now is the perfect time to take some five-hour energy and drink a Starbucks coffee. And so I went to 7-Eleven on my bike. Because I was only 17, I hadn't gotten my license yet, so I didn't have a car. I didn't have anywhere to go, thankfully. But I rode my bike to 7-Eleven. I grabbed a five-hour energy. I grabbed one of those frappe, frappuccino things from Starbucks. You know, they come in the glass bottle. I got the coffee flavor, and I chugged both of those. And then I was like, uh, oh, this is the perfect idea for me right now. This is exactly what I need. I need more energy, as if being manic is not enough. Now, of course, I was I was new to the whole bipolar disorder thing. I didn't even know what was going on at this point. And I think sometimes with your first manic episode, you're really unaware and be, just because it's so new to you that you don't even know what's going on. And, you know, as I've grown with my bipolar disorder and I've experienced more of it, I now when I'm manic, I am aware that I'm manic. And so I don't know if that's better or worse, but it does kind of help me cope with it more and understand what I need to do. So anyway, at this point, I had no idea what was going on. I ride my bike back to my parents' apartment and I was like, okay, there's this guy I like at the time. There was this guy I liked. And I was like desperate to see him because I had just gotten back from vacation. I hadn't seen him in a week. And I was like, oh my God, where is he? I want to be with him. And I thought it would be a really good idea for me to go up into the woods, which were not really near his house. He was kind of like, he lived really close to me, but he like lived on this hill and then like to the left of the hill, like where his house was, there was this big wooded area. And so I thought it would be a really good idea to go up in the woods and like take off all my clothes, run around naked for a bit and like wait for him to come find me. Because sometimes when I'm manic, I feel like I can telepathically communicate with people. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to send him like a mind message and he's going to know to come find me naked in the woods. And this is like really embarrassing for me, guys. I'm... I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm just saying it because I have to get it off my chest and I want people to know what it's like to have bipolar disorder. People think it's like a cakewalk. They're like, oh, it's just a mental illness. It's no big deal. But this is the stuff that you do when you're manic and it is not fun. So anyway, I'm naked in the woods. And if you're wondering like, okay, what happened next? Well, here's the thing. A few days earlier, I had been really angry at my parents when we were on vacation, and so I threw my phone into the ocean. And it wasn't like an iPhone. My parents wouldn't let me get a smartphone. So it was like a Samsung, you know, one of those slide phones, the blue one. It was amazing. It was unbreakable, but it did not, you know, survive being thrown into the ocean. So at this point, I had no phone when I'm naked in the woods, laying on the floor, on the ground. And I was like unable to call anyone for help. I was so bewildered as to what was going on that I was just I was just totally out of it. 
and I was psychotic at this point. I was like hearing things. I was seeing things. So I'm just laying in the on the floor in the woods, like desperately hoping for this guy I like to come find me. It was extremely humiliating. So then eventually, I don't know how, I don't know what happened because I didn't have a phone with me. So somehow my dad finds me and he's like, Skylar, you need to put on some fucking clothes. He obviously didn't say the F word, but he was like, Skylar, you have to put on clothes. He like gave me his coat. I found my shorts. I couldn't find my shirt. It was just a whole ordeal. So I'm like walking in the woods with him and he's like, what is going on? He's trying to reason with me. If there's one thing you need to know about somebody who's manic, there is no reasoning with someone who's manic. There is no reason there because, and I'm just saying this from my personal experience, you guys, when I've been manic, there is no way to reason with me. There is no logic going on in my brain. The logic has gone. And I am just in this survival mode, trying to get through, trying to ride the roller coaster that is my mind. And it can be really difficult. So my dad was like trying to help me. And eventually we were able to, you know, transport me to the hospital. But, and I've spoken about this before, you know, on the way to the hospital, I've had my first horrible panic attack. I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was suffocating and I was screaming at my mom, telling her to call the ambulance, call the ambulance. And she, she had already called them, but I wasn't aware of it. And so I kicked out the side window of my brother's truck that we were driving in. I kicked out the window, jumped out, started running around. They finally got, like, the police got there. I was put in the ambulance, and I was taken to my first psych ward. Yay! Sky's first psych ward. Woohoo! So anyway, that was the first stupid thing I've done while manic. And the whole naked thing, after after that first episode, it didn't really happen as much. But it did, it did happen in my last manic episode. And this is, this is pretty funny, you guys. In my last manic episode, I was in this facility. It wasn't a hospital. It was a straight up facility, which is a little worse than a hospital, if I'm going to be honest. And so I'm in this facility and I wasn't able to take my medication until the doctor saw me because that's how it works in the psych ward. So I was really manic and I just wanted to go to sleep because I hadn't slept in a few days. And I was like, please, please give me some Haldol. If you're wondering what Haldol is, it's like um, a sedative, a really strong sedative. And sometimes they administer it by like you drink it. Sometimes they inject it into you. And honestly, it tastes like pure poison. So if you can get it injected, I would recommend getting it injected because it's a lot easier. So anyway, I was bound and determined to get me some Haldol so I could sleep. And nobody was (laughs) listening to me. And so I figured, oh, if I take my clothes off right now in front of everyone, then they'll give me some Haldol. So that's what I did. And it did work. But I'm saying, (laughs) in hindsight, you know, maybe I should have just been manic for a little while longer instead of letting everyone in the facility see me naked. There's just like a few things that I would have done differently. Um, The next thing I wanted to speak about was breaking and entering. Now, (laughs) obviously, I don't want the police to come for me after they hear this episode because I know the government is always watching. But I think it's all good because nobody has like charged me with anything. But I have low key broken into people's houses when manic and I've only done this twice and one of them it was like this guy I used to date I like wanted to talk to him so I like just walked into his house it wasn't like breaking in but it was un 
you know, unsolicited, I came into his house. And that was just really awkward. And it was really embarrassing. And talking about it now, it makes me cringe because like, who just does that, especially because I hadn't seen him in years. And it was just super embarrassing to go through. But after that, you know, I tried not to do it again. But then it, it did happen. In my last manic episode, I just walked into somebody's house again. And then it was like really awkward. I had to run away. Um, so that's something I wouldn't recommend doing while manic. Like <laughs> the, the the bad part is when you're manic, you can't necessarily control yourself. And that's the unfortunate part. It's kind of like your frontal. And I don't know if this is scientific. This is just how I figure. Like your frontal lobe just kind of shuts down and you lose all sense of logic and reason like I said earlier so it's really hard for you to control yourself and control your actions and that's the messed up part about being manic that people probably don't understand because whenever you do these stupid things you know people judge you for it and they get mad at you for it and they're like well you shouldn't have done that but the thing is when you're manic, you have no control over yourself. And that's what I want people to understand. That's the reason why I'm making this episode so people can understand that it's not like you're doing these things in your right mind. I would never purposefully break into somebody's house. I would never run around naked on purpose. This is just stuff that you do when you're out of control, when you're out of your mind. And I, you know, people get mad at me when I use this word, but when you're insane, when you're insane, I'm using that because that's, that's, you know, how it works. So anyway, um, another thing I did while manic, and this was during my last manic episode, I did steal a bike (laughs) and it was just sitting there, you know, in the parking lot of a gas station, but I did steal that bike just because I needed to get somewhere. And, you know, I felt like that was the only way I could do it. And I don't recommend this. Obviously, I don't recommend any of these activities, but I do think it's important to just be honest with you guys, let you know what I've done (laughs) and why. Um, So this next one is extremely embarrassing to admit. And this is probably (laughs) this is probably too much. And I don't I don't think I'm going to regret telling you guys this later. All of this stuff that I've been through, I don't think I'm going to regret it. But I do want to be honest with you. Um, The last stupid thing that I've done while manic is fall in love with a celebrity. Now, I'm never going to name names. I'm never going to tell you who I fell in love with or who it was. Um, (laughs) But I have fallen in love with a celebrity while manic. And I've like thought that I was going to marry them and that they were my husband. And it was just like really awkward. And so that's like super embarrassing to admit. But it's the truth. And this just goes to show like when you're manic, you are hypersexual. You are hyper aroused. And so it can be really hard to control your mind and control your urges and everything. And it's really easy for me to fall in love with a celebrity, especially if, you know, I'm heavily influenced by them at the the time of my manic episode. Um, Then it's really easy for me to, like, get a crush on them and then fantasize about them when I'm manic and then get into this whole, like I said earlier, like the telepathy thing. And I always think somebody's going to, like, come save me and rescue me. And it's like a weird 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 situation that goes on when I'm manic but I just wanted to let you guys know that that happens as well for me and there's no way to control it (laughs) so those are just a few of the things I have done while manic that have really been stupid that I've really regretted that have really been hard for me to deal with and so now I want to speak about how do you deal with that regret 
Because the unfortunate part about being manic is, you know, eventually you're going to come down from the mania and you're going to realize, oh my God, I did all these stupid things. Now, I know some people when they experience mania and psychosis, they are unaware of what's going on. And so when they come down from the mania and psychosis, they have no recollection of what they did. And I think this is kind of a blessing because if you can't remember all the stupid stuff you did, you know, there's no way you, you're not affected by it because you don't remember what was going on. But for me, and I don't know why this is, but when I'm manic, I know that I'm manic. I know I'm aware of what I'm doing, but at the same time, I cannot control it. And I always remember it. So that's really hard for me to deal with because I am left with the guilt and the shame afterwards and the embarrassment and the cringe and everything. And it can be really difficult to rationalize my behavior and kind of understand why I did the things I did and to forgive myself afterwards. Now, this is stuff I want to talk about in my next episode too, but I want to mention it in this episode because you're probably wondering, like, what is the resolution to all of your bad behavior? How do you cope with yourself? How do you forgive yourself after doing such stupid, idiotic, embarrassing things, Sky? I know you guys are wondering this, and the truth is, (laughs) I just had to learn to kind of laugh at myself. Now, the great thing, I think I have a pretty good sense of humor in regular life, and when I'm manic, (laughs) I just can't take myself too seriously. And especially after I come down from the psychosis and I'm back on my meds and I'm realizing, oh, all these shameful things I did. I mean, I ran around the woods naked. Oh, I broke into someone's house. I stole a bike. Oh, no. And I'm trying to deal with these traumas that I've created for myself. It's really important for me to just laugh at it. Now, if you're wondering why I do this, I've been studying a lot of spirituality and a lot of like uh, Wicca and witchcraft. And I'm just mentioning this because this is a term. This is something that people use in witchcraft. Whenever you are cursed with something, some one way to take away the power of a curse is by laughing at it. And this is kind of how I feel about the embarrassing moments that I've been through and about all the stupid stuff I did. If I can take a second and just laugh at how wild it was, then it kind of takes the power away from that shame and that guilt and that regret. And obviously, you know, when you do these shameful things, of course, you're going to feel the regret, you're going to feel the embarrassment. But it's really important to be kind to yourself and forgive yourself and give yourself that time to grow. And one quote that's really helped me while growing and learning from my mistakes is when you know better, you do better. And I heard Oprah say that. And when I heard Oprah say that, I just realized how true that is and how you can't make yourself, I guess, you can't make yourself be something you're not in each moment and you can't expect yourself to be perfect while you're manic. You know, unfortunately, the truth is you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to do some stupid stuff. And there's nothing you can do about that, especially in the moment. You can't control yourself, but you can give yourself grace afterwards. You can choose to forgive yourself and to move forward. And this is what I've tried to do with myself. I've tried to just be really kind to myself and think of it like if my friend was going through the same thing, how would I treat them? 
And I try to treat myself the way I would treat a friend. You know, like if my friend just told me, oh, I broke into someone's house. I ran through the woods naked. I stole a bike. I fell in love with a celebrity and I was manic and I couldn't control myself. I would forgive them and I would say, you know what? It's okay. We all make mistakes. We all do stupid stuff and don't feel embarrassed about it. Don't worry about it because everybody does stuff they regret. You don't need to feel bad. And so I've tried to take that approach with myself. And I've tried to let go and just release all my shameful events in my past and forgive myself for them. And, you know, today I just kind of scratched the surface of the stupid stuff I've done while manic. I cannot emphasize that enough. I have done so many dumb things while manic. And I just, if I took a whole episode, it would be two and a half hours long if I took a whole episode to talk about everything. But I just wanted to share this with you today because it's been weighing on my heart and I feel like it's important for people to be aware about what it's like to really have bipolar one and what you can expect to experience. And if you're someone who has gone through similar events and you've regretted something you've done, even if you don't have bipolar disorder, I just want you to know it's okay. You can forgive yourself. You can move forward and you can let go of the past. And this is something I've had to deal with a lot on my journey is letting go of the past. Because in the past, before I started taking accountability for my actions, I really did not behave in a good way. You know, sometimes in my life, I've been the toxic person. I've been the toxic friend. I've been the one choosing toxic relationships. And I think it is really important when you are going through anything, when you're going through life as you're growing and maturing, it's really important to take accountability for your actions. And you know, with mania and psychosis, it can get confusing because you have to take accountability for what you did, but at the same time, you have to give yourself grace. And I think that's how it works in all things we do in life. In every mistake we make, we do have to take accountability and own it But at the same time, we need to allow ourselves room to grow and give ourselves forgiveness and time to learn from what we've done. And so I think that's an important lesson you can take away from my story that I told today. You know, everybody does things they regret. Everybody makes stupid decisions and does embarrassing, cringy things. But it's important if you have done those things, it's important to let go and just forgive yourself and move forward and learn and don't repeat the same mistakes again. Now, I'm going to be honest with you guys. At this point in my life, I don't know if I'm going to become manic again. I don't know if I'll do these stupid things all over again and have to relearn and forgive myself and keep moving forward. I'm sure it'll happen again. I'm sure I'll do something I regret again. But at this point, I've learned just to accept myself for my flaws and accept myself for the stupid things I've done and just continue to move forward and forgive myself. And the reason I really wanted to make this episode is because during my last manic episode, I was, it it affected more than just myself. It was affecting other people that I used to love and I used to know. And afterwards, they kind of blamed me for the whole thing. And they, they said, oh, well, it's all her fault. She did all this stuff. She hurt us so bad. But the truth is when you're manic, you have no control over yourself. And I just want people to understand what that's like and how it feels because I think when people blame you for stuff that you did when you were manic, you know, that's not the real you. That's not what you would do, you know, as you're medicated while you're being the normal version of yourself. And so I just wanted to share my story to kind of 
let go of the past and help myself heal from that because you do sometimes you do hurt other people when you make stupid decisions but you have to forgive yourself and you have to move forward and the thing I want to emphasize is that when you are manic you can't control your actions and behaviors and so if you have done something stupid I just want you to take a moment and forgive yourself for it and let go try to laugh at it try to think of it from like a comedy perspective if you can because that's really helped me and just forgive yourself And when you know better, you do better. So I hope you guys are doing better today. I hope you're feeling good. I am sending you lots of positive energy, positive vibes, healing vibes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked it, please leave a rating, leave a review. Let me know what you think of the show. And if you want to follow the show on Instagram, the the show is Manic State of Mind Podcast on Instagram. And my personal Instagram is sky.menhart if you want to follow me. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe for more episodes in the future, and I will see you guys next week.